Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? What is up? Welcome to Light Hustler, a podcast all about looking for light in the darkest of places. Today's episode is no exception. It is it features Allie Weinhold, which if you are a regular listener to the podcast, you have come to know and love her. Um, if you're new to the podcast, by the way, thank you so much. I'm your host, Anna David. Sometimes these episodes feature interviews with people about sharing their dark to find their light. Sometimes they are episodes that are live from my storytelling show, which happens in Los Angeles the fourth Friday of every month. This is one of those. When I say it's about sharing your dark to find your light, I mean that Allie tells a story about the time she brought a homeless man home for dinner. Yes, she did. But there's something else I want to tell you before I let Allie take the stage. And that is, I mentioned in the last episode that I am doing a giveaway. I I don't think I ever told you the dates of the giveaway. So my bad for that. But it starts June 8th. Uh, So by the time you're listening to this, it's been going. Um, But it ends on June 18th. And what it is, I am giving away my 20 favorite books about overcoming adversity and struggles and yeah, I these books have helped me so much, and now I'm going to give them away to one person. Books include Man's Search for Meaning, The Language of Letting Go, My Lush Sobriety, Black Hole by Bucky Sinister, regular podcast guest. And all you have to do to enter is go to lighthustler.com slash giveaway. Make sure it's all lowercase. For some reason, if it's uppercase, it doesn't work. So again, go to lighthustler.com slash giveaway and you will be entered into a contest to win my 20 favorite books. And what's really cool is that when you enter, you're given this special code so that you can increase your chances of winning. It will all make sense once you go to lighthustler.com slash giveaway. If you have any questions about that, email me, Anna at AnnaDavid.com. I'm going to stop talking and give you Allie Weinhold. Are you ready for your next storyteller? Oh, wow. Um, This next person coming to the stage, she's a comedian. She hosts a show at Bar Lubitsch called Awkward and Aggressive. Uh, I uh, actually thought her name was Alvine for a very long time, uh, but it's actually Allie Weinhold. Thank you. Crazy Ali. Yeah. 
I will take Allie Weinhold, Alvine, or Crazy Allie. Um, the Alvine thing is like sort of a sensitive subject because I tried to go by that for a really long time, like as my stage name, and I got so much negative feedback about it that I had to switch back to Allie Weinhold. But how it started, well, my name is Allison is my full name, but my best friend growing up is named Allison as well, and she has never been to rehab and owns a home, so we just like... <laughs> really different vibes. So I've gone by Allie most of my life, and then one of my really good friends told me that I can't pull off Allie. And I don't, I know. I know. I don't know if you've ever had someone tell you that you're not pulling off your name. But it doesn't feel great. Although, in her defense, I was like, I get that. Like, Allie's the name of someone who's, like, cool and fun. Like, Allie, which I don't pull off. So, <laughs> it's okay, I know. Um, so I changed my name on Facebook to Al Vine. <laughs> oh, you guys, I like it so much. No one else does. Um, but then Facebook wouldn't let me change it back for 60 days. <laughs> so I like changed it and I was like, this is stupid. I should change it back and it wouldn't let me. So I was like, well, I guess this is the new me for 60 days. So everyone I sent a friend request to thought I was just like a creepy old man with a woman's photo turning a catfish. <laughs> That's a better fit than Allie. Um, and then I tried to make it happen for a really long time. And I was kind of like Gretchen Wieners trying to make Fetch happen. Like I was like, oh, Alvine. And people were like, stop it. <laughs> it's not funny. It's weird. <laughs> Nobody gets it. I'm like, there's nothing to get. <laughs> I don't understand comedy. Um... Anyways, so for a long time I had a stand-up joke about like the identity crisis of Allison versus Allie versus Al. And at one point I like Freudian slipped myself and I just started changing it to personality disorder. So I'd be like, well, you know, because of my personality disorder. <laughs> and not one of my friends corrected me. Like nobody was like, oh, hey, that, that's not what you mean. They were all like, that tracks which I was offended by because I think I would know if I had a personality disorder. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I thought I was in the clear, but then my phone started auto-correcting the word just to Judy. <laughs> so I would send my friends text messages that said things like, Judy wanted to let you know I'm running 10 minutes late. And they'd be like, hey, <laughs> who's Judy? <laughs> Autocorrect, I think. <laughs> I don't know. And then Crazy Alley. I don't know, one time I did just what I thought was a regular stand-up show and somebody after was like, you do, you're so funny the way you do that crazy girl eye thing. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, you must practice it. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, today I am a vision for you of sanity <laughs> and stability. Um, but before I got sober, I was not. Some of you, I guess, know me as Crazy Alley because, like, one boyfriend takes out a restraining order against you. <laughs> and, like, all of a sudden you're damaged goods. I don't know. <laughs> um, but 
so I like by I got I went to treatment the first time when I was 21 and for all of those of you who are still in treatment like I don't know if this is going to be an inappropriate or offensive thing to say but I really think you should just enjoy it while you're there <laughs> it's kind of like school where you're like this sucks I can't wait for the real world and then you get out and you're like no no <laughs> let me let me go back I'm constantly doing things. I'm like, can I just check myself into rehab for like a week? Do I have to relapse to do that? I'll consider it. <laughs> um, anyways, I, I went to treatment the first time when I was 21 and I would drink like two fifths of vodka a day. I would get like those big half gallons and go through like five or six a week, like bruises all over my body. Had a doctor be like, you're not gonna live till 25. And I was like, cool. Die young, leave a beautiful corpse. <laughs> it's like, this is not beautiful. Like, you're covered in bruises and like yellow and puffy, but okay. Um, my family was very fed up with me, and they just started to get like really, really selfish towards the end of my drinking. <laughs> Which isn't their fault. Like, they just were sick people um, who needed Al Anon and they didn't know it. So they would just do these like really awful things to me, like take away my car because they were afraid I was going to kill someone and like it was in their name and they paid for it. <laughs> or they like told me not to come to my brother's graduation reception after I blacked out at the ceremony. <laughs> things like that. I know. It's fine. The worst thing they did though was my mom got like really upset one day from out of nowhere. <laughs> and she was like, crying and she was like I can't keep doing this we have two other kids it's not fair to them I was like I'm sorry not fair to them what happened to not having favorites <laughs> but so they kicked me out of their house they were like you either need to stop drinking or you're you can't live here and I'd already gotten kicked out of school so I couldn't stay on campus unless I got a psych psychological evaluation which I was unwilling to do at that point <laughs> I was like I don't need a psych eval I'm not coming back to college um, I'll move in with my parents <laughs> until they kick me out. So they did. Um, and I needed to show them what they were doing, you know, like I needed to scare them straight, basically. Um, because our actions have consequences. <laughs> and I needed them to learn that the hard way. So I left, not because I had to, but because I wanted to. And I walked downtown, also not because they took my car, but because I wanted to be on foot. And I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll go hang out in downtown Eugene, which is like a relatively sketchy place. And I'll just find like the best homeless person to bring back with me. So I met this guy named Joe and he was like a little bit older than me and he had a backpack full of hard drugs, which I'd never done because I was classy. <laughs> Just, you know, taking vodka shots at 7 a.m. instead. Um, so I was like, Joe, can you walk back to my parents with me and do me a quick favor? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sure, why not? And I was like, okay, like, please stop touching me, but like, just keep walking. <laughs> so we go on this three-mile walk, and we get to my parents' house, and they had changed the lock. I couldn't get in the front door. And I was like, wow. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go around the back. <laughs> so I did. If you know my restraining order story, you know I'm good at going around the back of the building and <laughs> scaling buildings and getting in. <laughs> Try and keep me out, mom and dad. 
<laughs> they couldn't. You know why? Because the back door was locked too. But then I went around the other side to the basement window where my little brother, who was 11 at the time, was like playing Marble Blast with his friends. And I'm like, Griffin! <laughs> He's like, Mom said I'm not supposed to talk to you. I'm like, let me in. Mom doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> so he lets me in. Joe comes in with me. I walk upstairs. My parents are there and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, you can kick me out, but are you really going to kick Joe out? <laughs> And they're like, who's, what? And I'm like, he's staying for dinner. He's staying for dinner. And they're like, it's 2 p.m. Like, what are you, <laughs> what? Um, yeah, it was bad. I actually asked my parents for more details about this because I was like, I don't really remember the end of it. And my mom was like, oh, God. And my dad goes, that was just a really dark time. <laughs> Selfish. I'm like, this is for a storytelling show. Like, relive it. Um, Anyways, it ended in them like paying for him to be in a hotel for a week and like giving him a bunch of food and money and still not letting me in. Uh, but then my mom cried a bunch and eventually they caved and they were like, okay, fine. You can stay here if you uh, go to a psychiatrist. And I was like, fine. I'll call your bluff. So I went to the psychiatrist. And I was telling her all my symptoms, you know, like I'm just like really nervous and shaky all the time. Like I kind of see shadow people, like hear weird whispery voices. And she was like, okay, that sounds like schizoaffective disorder. And I was like, yes. Awesome. I was so relieved because I was like, this is great. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm just crazy. And now people are going to feel bad for me and I'll get to keep drinking. So I'm like praying to God and I'm like, please let it be schizoaffective disorder. And then all of a sudden I just open my mouth and I'm like, I'm an alcoholic. I need to go to treatment. So annoying. <laughs> it's the first of many, many, many times my higher power's gotten in my way by just like <laughs> doing for me what I can't do for myself, what I don't want to do for myself. But anyways, I got sober. <laughs> and uh, I still have a rocky relationship with my parents just because, I mean, like they won't pay my rent anymore and I'm only 29. Which I think is selfish because the only reason I'm alive is because they wanted me to be. And now all of a sudden it's my problem. I don't know you guys, it just gets so much better. That's all I have. <laughs>